0: What's going on Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears lay on. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Matt Eberflus not finding issue with Luke Getz's play calling, Justin Fields breaks another record, and then we're going to compare uh, Jack Sanborn's starts to Roquan Smith and the start of Brian Urlacher's career. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, we want to talk about Matt Eberflus. Um, and he was asked about the play calling of Luke Getz. And he said this, I mean, you can always criticize play calls. That's part of the game, right? That's part of the fun in media and part of the fun of fans. The way I see it, of course, is those were good play calls. If you look at the execution of the run on third down, if we kick out the three technique and run the trap the correct way, that's uh, the thing. It, the, the thing is hitting on the safety. We just got to do a better job of that, though it was a good play call and a good design. So, and then he goes on to say this uh, Justin Field said this after the loss. He says, We just have to execute better as an offense. Trust the O line to call that run on third down. I don't think the running back hit completely. A right track. Of course, he hit the right hole, but I think he just has to hit it harder. As an offense, we just have to execute better. So one of the things that we hear at Chicago Bears Central after the game, C-Dub, Bobby, and myself, we did criticize Luke Getz's play calling, and I still hold to that critique. I'm, I am I, I get what Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields are saying as far as the execution, but there have been times where Luke Getz's play calling has be, have left much to be desired. Now, I do say with this I've said it before, uh, much like with Justin Fields, much like with with an improved offensive line, improved weapons, and just improvements that this team is planning and hopefully does make in the offseason, I still do want to see Luke Getze and see just how how his play calling improves with better weapons, better trusting. You know, Chase Claypool, who was the number one receiver in last week, is going to be the number one wideout as long as he's healthy for the rest of the season as well, hasn't really had a chance to be fully integrated into the offense as well. So, you know, with those things, I still do trust Luke Getze. I know a lot of Bears fans, and me included, I have some issues with the coaching staff on offense and the coordinators Allen Williams and Luke Getze, just some of the things that they do at times. But we all know that this is a team that has really big holes when it comes to certain areas of both sides of the ball with talent. So, you know, looking at that, the fact that Matt Eberflus is confident in his offensive coordinator doesn't surprise me. He should be confident in his offensive coordinator in their first year of taking over the Chicago Bears team. So, he should be. What Matt Eberflus said is exactly what the head coach should say this early into a regime taking over a team, and of course it's going to be something that we always monitored. Him saying that the fans have fun with it, the media has fun with it, um, and that they were good play calls. All right, if the execution of the, your your starting quarterback and your head coach says that the uh, pointed out things that we need to execute better, okay. Hopefully the execution gets better with better better talent on this team, and if that continues, then I guess we'll see, right? Um, I still do have trust in this in this uh, coaching staff. Not as much trust as maybe I have in Ryan Poles overall, but I do still trust this coaching staff. And I can't wait to see what this team looks like on both sides of the ball, just with better talent overall. But, you know, as we, uh, you know, you're hearing Justin Fields say they have to execute better. Him even saying, you know, he hit the right hole, just has to hit a little bit harder. Uh, Matt Iberflu's going down to the point of saying they have to get better out in trapping and, and basically blocking a lot. Those are things that we know we have to fix on with this team, especially on that offensive line. Um, As much as Alex Leatherwood did great, and I want to see him continue to get some starting reps uh, because he's done great, we know that this offensive line has to improve drastically. And so we could very well, the same exact play call in a very similar situation, could yield better results as we go forward with a better overall talent on that offensive line. But you still, I'm not going to ignore the fact that Luke Getzey has made some questionable play calls as an offensive coordinator. But that, that's not beholden just to him. Every coach, every coordinator is going to have some things where you look back, especially in retrospect, and say, eh, we should have actually did this. And us as fans, we are kind of doing, we are results-based, right? We look at the result and things. Coaches, they try to, they, they look at things a little bit different. With hindsight, you kind of always have a, 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 it's easier to criticize, but, you know, hopefully i look at it in this way. Next season with an improved team, improved things in other areas, if this team and the coaching staff improves with that added talent, we're going to have a hell of a team on our hands, and we know what we can do. We know what we have in Justin Fields. And speaking of Justin Fields, which brings us to our next topic, Justin Fields broke another record. And this is something that I didn't know, completely went over my radar. Uh, last game, Justin Fields had his third rushing touchdown of over 50 yards and, and no other quarterback in the NFL has ever done that in their career. So, again, Justin Fields continue to break records. And hearing Justin Fields say that he felt he was moving a little slow on that run and just his his continued level of just, um you know, observation over himself and just being honest in, in how he critiques himself. We know that that was a dynamic play. That was a fun play to see Justin Fields do. And it was a, a play that we needed to see after a week of no Justin Fields. It was good to have that play early on, but at the end of the day, it's this, right? We know we know that Justin Fields is special. One of the biggest questions, or probably not one of the biggest question coming into the season that we wanted a firm answer on was is Justin Fields the quarterback of the future? For those that were questioning it, for those that needed to see more, understand it. We got that answer. Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future. He's earned that. He's going to continue to earn that. And he's hes just, he's shown it. And like I said in yesterday's episode, his growth as a passer in that game when he had the best protection leaves so much room for optimism with an improved offensive line. Just how Justin Fields will continue to evolve even as a passer. You add in his dynamic ability to tuck the ball and, and take off running. This is going to be a offense that is not going to be easy for many people to contain next season as long as we improve that offensive line Get some better weapons in here for Justin Fields as well. Growth from players like um, David, uh, I'm sorry, not David Montgomery, David Montgomery, too, if he ends up staying, but Darnell Mooney, uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, Chase Claypool with an offseason in here. If they add some more wide receivers, growth from if we do decide to keep Nikhil Harry Valius Jones, like there's a lot of room for improvement on this team. But a lot of that improvement also is going to come from new faces coming to that offensive line and in certain skill positions as well. But Justin Fields has shown this season, if there was anyone else question, I know some people still do question it. I'm in some discords. I'm in some places where I see some people uh, that still question Justin Fields' long-term ability as the franchise quarterback. I don't get those people. Those questions are still out there. And I think for anyone who still does have that question out there, it's definitely going to be answered next season as long as we continue the trajectory that we've seen and we improve the roster in the way that we expect this team to improve this roster going into next season. So that's definitely something that I wanted to talk about. Another player is we talked about showing and proving, right? As I've said, if you guys watch me over on the Bears, on the Bulls side of things, I've been in this mood, real talk with with the with the Bulls where I'm just like, hey, everybody on this team, from the coaching staff to everyone else, does a really good job at talking about things. You got to show me. But one player that's been showing since he's gotten the chance to start, it's Jack Sanborn. And there's been a lot of talk about Jack Sanborn and, and Roquan Smith. And if this was the right decision from the Bears, should they have held on to it? Should they have paid Roquan? I just want to go over this. Let's go over the first set of Jack Sanborn's starts to the first set of Roquan Smith starts. And they are very, very similar. In his first four starts for the Chicago Bears, Jack Sanborn has averaged half uh, 8. solo tackles a game. assisted tackles per game, 0.5 sacks per game, 1 tackles for a loss per game, and he's played 93% of the defensive snaps per game since he came a starter. In Roquan Smith's first set of starts for the Chicago Bears, he averaged 4.3 solo tackles a game, 2.33 assisted tackles, 0.3 sacks, 0.3 tackles, and he played 92% of the defensive snaps that Roquan Smith, am I sitting here saying that Jack Sanborn is going to have a career trajectory similar to Roquan Smith? No. But I am saying that he has, at least in this stretch, had more of an impact by, by a little bit of a margin, right, not a huge margin, by a little bit of a margin, that as Roquan Smith, we're going to continue to see how the undrafted rookie Jack Sanborn continues to perform, but at least this, right, in the sample size that we have, I know people, they want to talk about how slow he is, whatever else. He has shown an ability and a unique knack to just be around the ball, be an impact player. And Jack Sanborn has not only been playing well enough, but he's been playing he's been playing great to the point to where I think he's earned that shot to be that long-term starting linebacker for this team heading into next offseason. It's going to be a continual evaluation. He doesn't get any passes, but through the regular evaluation through the, through the rest of this regular season, through the offseason, the training camp of, of next year, I think that Jack Sanborn has more than proved that he deserves a look at being that starter for the Chicago Bears. Now, one of the things that I want to compare it for, I'm gonna compare Jack Sanborn's rookie season per this. Uh, this came from fan-sided. So given the notes, this isn't uh something that I went out and researched myself. This is just me talking about it because the, uh, the numbers interested me. So Jack Sanborn in his first four starts, we're gonna compare this to to Brian Urlacher's first 14 starts. For the Bears as a rookie, this is just fun. Am I saying that Jack Sanborn is the next Brian Urlacher? No. Let me be clear here. I am not saying that before the keyboard warriors get to type in at my neck. But with that being said, for a fun conversation, let's do it. I just went over Jack Sanborn's numbers. If you need those again, eight and a half solo tackles, to almost two and a half assisted tackles, uh, a, a half a sack per game, and one tackles for loss for Jack Sanborn in his first four starts as a rookie, for the Chicago Bears. Brian Urlacher's rookie season, seven solo tackles per game, uh, 2.33 assisted tackles per game, 0.57 uh, uh, sacks per game, and 1.14 tackles for loss per game. What does that mean? That's listen, First of all, Brian Urlacher had a hell of a rookie season. You add in two interceptions for Brian Urlacher, one f- fumble recovery as well as rookie year, Brian Urlacher was balling out. But, the per-game stats are very similar in some areas to Brian Urlacher. So, with that being said, it's this. All I'm saying is Jack Sanborn, as of right now, he needs to continually. There are no passes on this Bears team. And as the Bears look to drastically improve this roster, I'm not necessarily saying that. The Bears don't look at maybe improving that and getting a surefire thing in veteran. I'm not saying that it's outside the realm of possibility. But what I am saying is that Jack Sanborn has shown a unique knack to just be a playmaker on this team. And in that way, Jack Sanborn has earned the starting position. All the critique, all the sometimes that doubt that comes from. I, one thing I never understand is when a player's performing on your team, how some fans of that team then just wanna tear down that player. Like you hear play, oh, well, uh he's not quick. Oh, he's he's slow, Quan. Oh, he's this, he's the. Like, why tear down somebody who's literally giving everything and making plays on a defense that has largely sucked, right? And one, there is something to be said of, hey, well, this defense isn't that good. Would Jack Sanborn still have that same type of impact on a better defense? You guys know I'm over the mind with Jack Sanborn and how he's performed that I think he's going to do even better with with the performance. Is he going to maybe have to get the number of tackles that he gets? Hopefully not. Hopefully we have a more solid linebacking core and a a defensive line that gets in there and does some things. But Jack Sanborn's playmaking ability, his ability and knack that he's shown to be a big-time playmaker, I think that that's going to continue even on an improved roster. I look at it as this. The Bears, as far as young players, right, we know we still got Eddie Jackson, things like that. But having a core of playmakers and Jaquan Brisker and Jack Sanborn, you could do a lot worse as a base to see what else you can build out on. And we still got some other talent in those areas too that is gonna be parts of the Chicago Bears defense, even when they do improve. Jack Sanborn is the guy to me, right? I like Jack Sanborn. We've been on him on this on this particular broadcast since he uh since preseason. We noticed that Jack Sanborn was just making plays In preseason, and we asked the question: who is this undrafted rookie? Well, now people know his name, and his name is Jack Goddamn Sanborn, the Sandman, and he is putting people to sleep out here in a good way as far as hitting people's heads off. Jack Sanborn, I think, deserves, and I just I want to see and I hope that this trajectory continues for him because if it does, if it does, the fact that the Bears got a talent like that as an undrafted rookie, let's not overlook it at all. But some of the other players that I do want to talk up talk about that really, really uh, in bigger roles, played pretty well. First, I talked about this a little bit. Jas- Josh Blackwell, who came in with Vador down, uh, Ky- Kyler Gordon both down, and he played pretty well in his time. Um, he didn't have like anything that's eye-popping or things like that, but he was targeted at eight times and gave up just four catches in those time and only allowed 46 yards on the day, did he? Am I saying that Jas- Josh Blackwell is all of a sudden this next-level player? But no, I'm saying that. He stepped in in a time of need and showed some things that we necessarily didn't have. Now, another one that happened, a signing that we just did two weeks ago, that's Taco Charlton. Um, he also played pretty good. Being down the names that we were missing in there, he came in. He had six snaps in week 11 and then four snaps in week 12. And then against Green Bay, he played 23 snaps and he, did, uh, he didn't He did have any pressures. Um, but at the end of the day, it's this. Did he play pretty well? Mm, it did okay. He did okay. Um, so you know right now he's the fourth rusher he did he played twenty five percent of the snaps and he played pretty good in that time so again that's another one of the name that you may hear Andrew Brown also stepping up playing big minutes for the Chicago Bears in this one I'm not as high on him um if Blackson does get cut, you can definitely see uh Andrew Brown stepping into that he played twenty three snaps and uh Angelo Blackson only played three so considering that uh Andrew Brown has been on the team for less than a week, that could be some signs that Hey, maybe Blackson's on his way out and Andrew Brown's going to be in his way in. Now, the one that I really want to talk about, Elijah Hicks. With Jaquan Brisker and Eddie Jackson out, we relied on Hicks. And he, again, stood out on the special team specifically. Um, So, you know, whenever Brisker comes back, we'll see how it goes. But these are some players that really stood out for the Chicago Bears, I think, in the last game, let me know what you guys think of those down below. Anybody else who stood out to you? But that is it for today's daily episode, at least right now. If anything crazy does drop us, the Bears have practice things like that. We'll make sure we drop an episode. But other than that, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773 242 9336 We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace y'all.
1: This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.